What's up, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of Geeking Out. I'm Kevin. He's Anthony. This is going to be all about the PS5. Um, cause it's, been it's been a heck of a day. It was an avalanche of stuff. So we're just going to jump into it. And I have a feeling we're going to be kind of opposites about some opinions. Um, you go first. Overall, what did you think of what Sony had to show? I, I didn't dislike it. I did not dislike it. I thought some things were strange, however. I think the layout of some of the things they chose to reveal, certain games that they chose to reveal in this, and overall the layout of it overall, like the whole presentation was a little bit strange. Um, but I am happy with the PS5, the way it looks. I, the only thing I kind of wanted more of realistically was pricing, but I have some theories on why they didn't disclose that. Yeah, same. I got some theories for that as well. Uh, I will say it... it it looks good, but I can no longer get the meme I just saw out of my head where someone plopped on Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh's head on top of the PS5, and it looks like him with the suit on. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up one myself. Uh, take a look. Take, take a look. At, take a look at this on my screen. Oh my God. <laughs> I told you if, if you lay the PS5 horizontal, it looks like a soccer stadium. <laughs> like, it really does. Like. I could just see, like, the, um, or, like, whatever the Seattle NHL team is going to be when they, like, open, like, next year, like, 2022, whenever they start, like, their brand new stadium's gonna be, like, the PS5, basically. Um, so, for the most part, you like the conference, or the event, I should say. Yeah, I would say, for the most part, I did, um... I do have some issues with not issues actually that's 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 strong me saying issues i have some things i didn't like as much i will say that's fair but overall i did like the conference um i'm more curious to see where they go with this now and also i'm very curious to see xbox and microsoft's reaction to it yeah so um oh no i don't want to play that uh let me actually get i'm gonna have it muted because you know copyright and whatever um the algorithm will nuke us. So for uh, this was the Xbox, um, the Xbox Series X gameplay reveal. Notice the like to dislike ratio. What is it? Let's see. Thirty-two thousand likes to thirty-seven thousand dislikes. I didn't even watch it, honestly. Okay. I never have seen it before. So some of my, I'll, I'll play this in a second, but I will preface this by saying some of my reaction is also comparing what we saw to this because I did watch the Xbox um, event so I'm probably a little bit biased because I'm comparing the two directly I thought the overall event was killer like they knocked it out of the park considering this was probably going to be like a big thing they had planned in person and then they had to scrap all their plans do it online Yes, um, all things considered when it comes to that, yes, they did do good in that term. So now I'm going to show you the Xbox One, right? So I'm not going to go through when the whole... This? this was May? This was May. Okay. So I'm not going to, you know, watch, we're not going to watch the whole thing. We're just going to skim through, right? So, you know, gameplay footage. This is actually one of the few times you actually see gameplay in this thing, by the way. This is a 27-minute video, and there was maybe like three minutes of actual gameplay. Really? Yeah. So now, you know, game... Immediately, you can see the difference in quality. Like, they just basically... Again, I'm not necessarily blaming Microsoft because they didn't plan on there being a global pandemic. But still, like, the guy's using a webcam, um, wearing a headset. It, mm -hmm. it, 
and you know, goes back to games or uh, trailers, not really games, but like Is that an alien game. Uh, it's f- like aliens. some horror game. It wasn't Alien, but it was like a horror, oh. scary game. But my thing is just the quality, of the presentation. Again, you know, she's using a I webcam. Think they, I think it's that they wanted it to seem. What's the right word for this? I think they wanted to seem casual. Be like, oh yeah, we're gamers too. We do this too. You know, I got my, my Razer headphones on. Totally not sponsored. Right. I get that. But like, I'm sorry. The second like you see this, like this is like high quality video. Yes. No, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. It, it's much higher quality. The only thing I will say though is how much time did Microsoft have to throw that together? I don't know. Um, but they also could have pushed back their event. They could have, yeah. I mean, they were. No, Sony was not going to E3. We knew that in advance. Microsoft was. So Microsoft probably had all these announcements planned. They probably had to scramble to get that video up. But, like, the thing that really blew me away with this, so besides, like, some of the game announcements and whatnot, just, like, hold on. Like, look at those motion graphics, dude. That's just a transition. Like, yeah, I know. My God, it like was, it was very well done. <laughs> they did a lot of good stuff with this. It was a good overall, like the whole video of it, like everything was good. The cool premiere. Again, my issues are mostly how they laid certain things out, like certain games being premiered at certain times and overall yeah, for, some of the choices they made. But I don't have any issues with how they the, put it. The thing that made well done. The, the thing I thought was strangest was opening with the GTA Five. Cause See, I'm like I was watching a couple streams when this <laughs> happened. Yeah. And everyone was basically saying in it, "Are you kidding me again?" Like, n- no one is surprised GTA Five is coming to the PS Five. I'm pretty sure either we knew that or if we didn't officially know yeah. it, that was obvious. But like, that was kind of a funny thing to begin with. But then immediately after that, a new Spider-Man and it's coming out this year. Gran Turismo Seven, Ratchet and Clank, and that project, um, Athia game from Square Enix, all in a row, and it's like holy yeah. crap. Yeah, and- there are a lot of good games. There are a lot of really interesting games, both ones that we know of and ones that we have never heard of. New IPs mixed in with games that you are scratching your head at. Can I point out, out of the games they announced, I was most excited for the Demon Souls remake because. Do you know anything is it a about remake or is it a sequel? No, no, no. That's a remake. Okay, I never actually played Demon Souls. Okay, so Demon Souls is the first of the Souls games, but it's actually my favorite one just due to like the levels and the environments and the like style. It's actually my favorite. Right. So them remaking it like blew my mind. And actually, Sackboy: A Big Adventure, that one they just kind of threw in there. But I love Little Big Planet where Sackboy is from, and. Let me just see if I can find it in here real quick. Oh, God. Um, Spider-Man. That's Gran Turismo. Ratchet and Clank. That was also cool to see. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank was cool. I I was really getting excited because I could have sworn at certain points during Ratchet and Clank it looks like it was tying into Jack and Daxter, which I'm a giant fan of. It wouldn't surprise me if they did. It wouldn't surprise me if they did. They, they're in-universe together. Like, if you... So in the Jack and Daxter games, when you're flying around, a thing was called Haven City. Yeah. Um, when you're flying around in it, you see certain billboards that have them on it, Ratchet and Clank. And um, especially it looks like in this Ratchet and Clank, you're going through different dimensions. They could easily throw in like Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter. They could find a way to do it. But I was actually stupid happy to see this game, because I like Little Big Planet. 
and I like Sackboy because I think it's just like a fun character. But this actually looks like Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U. I don't know if you ever played that one. It's like a kind of isometric 3D platformer, and I loved it. So this is base. It looks like Sony's take on it, but it's using their Sackboy character and has like multiplayer co-op and everything. So I was actually really happy to see this because mm-hmm. Little Big Planet kind of been yeah quiet. That, I, I kind of expected it though. They seem to only do Little Big Planets when there's a new console. It seems. Well, that's the thing. So they had Little Big Planet one and two for the PS3, and then they had like a go kart. Little Big Planet for the PS3. They made a Little Big Planet for the PSP, the Vita, and they did one for the PS4, and then they just didn't touch it afterwards. It just kind of stopped with the PS4, because the company that made it was working on a game called Dreams. So So here's the one thing I am happy about that I'll say overall about these games. Sorry, I'm just thinking about this now, realizing it, comparing Mm -hmm. this to the previous generation launch. If you look at the games we launched with during the previous generation, just looking at the um, just looking at the PlayStation games to start with, like PS4 um, launch games. Yeah, if you're looking at the PlayStation 4 games, we had Call of Duty, which ended up being the worst Call of Duty of all time. Oh, uh, at me, Ghosts. Awful. Oh, go- no. At me I don't. I don't think anybody likes Ghosts. It's between that or Infinite Warfare that must be the worst. I never played Infinite Warfare though, so I can't comment as much. I actually I did. Hate it. I actually did play it. How was it? You know, if they took out the... If I'm correct, that one had jetpacks and stuff. Uh, if they took out the crazy jetpacks, it wouldn't have been that bad. Because the game was really, really quick. Like, in terms of just how fast everything was, it was, like, movement speed and everything. It actually reminded me a little bit of, like, Unreal Tournament. Right. Just in terms of how fast it was. So I kind of like that. But it was so over the top of jetpacks and stuff. I'm like, okay, you kind of lost me. But uh, not one of the best ones, I'll put it that way. Right, right. But what I'm getting at, though, is that when you look at the games that we had to start with, you know, we had, like I said, Call of Duty, we had Killzone Shadowfall, we had a few other games. Don't forget Knack, bro. Yeah, Knack. <laughs> None of them, if you infamous Second Son, I'm pretty sure was a launch title also. A launch window. It came out a few months after. Right. Okay, yeah, you're right. If you really look at the games we launched with on both consoles, there's nothing that you would really look back at, a lot of people at least, I know I personally wouldn't, and say that was fantastic. I loved everything about it. Like, I really enjoy, for example, Infamous. I loved Infamous Second Son. There was a lot I really liked about it. Yeah, it was good. But, but, at the end of the day, it, it was what it was. We never got anything else about it. You know, it ended. Yeah, um, uh, it's like, you have launch like launch games are just supposed to be games that are fun when you buy your like your system you know stuff to play that you enjoy and like Killzone and Infamous did that Knack not so much but like this it sounds like it's gonna be launching with Spider-Man which is nuts if that's the case like which I just got the original Spider-Man game the one that was out in 2018 and I love it it's so good I just got it on sale for 20 bucks I just got it I got it on sale when I was stuck home in quarantine and I didn't try it yet but it looks awesome so it's fun now I have a reason to like actually play it because yeah it's it's fun (laughs) what I'm saying though is that a lot of the games we're getting now it it looks fantastic overall yes I said before I have issues with some of the games there's some games I don't like as much I'll say Mm mm-hmm um, but overall, the quantity of games we're getting at launch or near launch 
is far superior. Quality, not quantity, keep in mind. Quality seems to be much farther superior than what we had previously gotten in the previous generation. I mean, I mean, you remember what the Xbox E3 reveal was like, the Xbox One. Yeah. Now... People hated it. Oh, yeah. I mean, what made the Xbox... The Xbox lost the last generation because of that E3. Pretty much, yeah. Because they showed you a system that was weaker than the comp, uh, the PS4. It was $100 more expensive. At the time, it had the Kinect and all the DRM stuff. And then... And they went first. Then Sony had their E3, where they showed the PS4. It was stronger. It was a hundred bucks less. Didn't have all the DRM. And they showed off games like, um, I think that's when they announced. I think they announced like Kingdom Hearts three, at that E3. They just announced stuff that looked cool and was like, holy shit, and it was cheaper. So it was like, Sony won that conference. Sony won the generation because of that conference. And with this list I have now, you, you see some of the titles are like bold and then the rest of them are just like regular right. font. The bolded ones are from Sony, so you know they're going to be exclusive. Right, exactly. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So they announced today ten games that are going to be at least console exclusive, most likely just flat out exclusive. Uh, now, the only one we know that's coming out this year for sure, at least right now, is Spider-Man. But, like, I can't imagine them announcing Gran Turismo 7 and it coming out, like, three years from now. It's probably going to be coming out in the next year or two. Yeah, same thing with Horizon. I'm thinking Horizon will probably be 2022. I um, think Horizon, if they have, like, Spider-Man and, like, another good exclusive at launch then maybe they could have like horizon or something come out like march april right because you just need to have enough games at launch to get people to want to buy the system because like i remember they did that with the 360 right they had like perfect dark zero project gotham cameo a couple games then in march they released um oblivion right <laughs> and then that carried you all the way to the fall. That's basically all they got to do now. And they already announced a bunch of, like, those games look cool. Then you have all the third-party stuff. Yeah. Um, I was actually really surprised. I mean, granted, I was watching on my phone because I was leaving my job. Uh, some of the games graphically looked really good. Like, Gran Turismo 7 looked great. Um, Horizon looked insane. Me loving Demon Souls as much as I do, seeing it remade like that, like... My, I was just so amped. I'm, I'm still kind of upset that we didn't get a uh, that we didn't get Bloodborne too. I'm okay with that because it's Demon Souls. Yeah. You have like. I know, but I love Lovecraftian shit. And that game is just. It is cool, city. and I hope they do make a sequel. I agree, but like, mm, Demon Souls just. Ugh. Yeah. The, that Ghostwire uh, Tokyo game. Something about it I liked. Yeah, so that I was. I can't say it and like it. There's something I liked. On the other side, though, yeah, I, I, there's a game about a stray cat. Oh, um, stray. Which, to be fair, to be fair, that one looks like it's going to be something more than just that. It looks like it's going to have some sort of a really, it's going to be a story-driven narrative rather than gameplay. More yeah. So, which, I'm okay with that. I like story-driven narrative games. There's that, and then there's that one game with, what, what was it, the Snake Island? Oh, Snake. yeah. 
That looked weird, dude. It did look weird. That um, weird. Well, here's my thing. So they definitely like you had the big games, then you had some of the small ones like um Kina Bridge of Spirits or Bridge of the Spirits. That was good. That looked like a Pixar movie. It did, yeah. That I mean, graphically looked in, like nuts, but that's a game. As soon as I saw it being played, I'm like, oh, that's one me and my girlfriend can they like, play together? Like, th- like yeah, that was cool. Um, with things like bug snacks, which I feel like I'm saying it wrong. It, it sounds like a disease. Like you go to like doctor's oh, office, yeah. and it's just like, I'm sorry, but you have bug snacks. There's nothing we could do. Um, What's this? I'm, I'm Googling it now. There was this one game. Pragmata, I think it was. Yeah, 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 Pragmata. What is this? This looks like something straight out of Kojima's head. Oh, that was the thing at the very end, right? Yeah. This looks like Death Stranding 2, where they just let Kojima off his leash, give him some coffee, and say, go, go, have fun. Not sure, but he, that's the thing I like about Sony. Now, you have three so you have sony microsoft nintendo microsoft focuses more like on services and like hey we know you like yeah. we know you like halo we know you like this the like, gears you like forza so you're gonna get these this, this, it's playing into what we talked about last time where mm-hmm. it looks more like this is going to be a console there it looks like they're going to very heavily uh draw off of what made each console successful back in the previous generation because they both did have their successes. Microsoft had their success when it came to selling games cross-platform, but oh, yeah. PC and Xbox, and PlayStation had their success in their uh, in their exclusives, both the first and third-party exclusives. Now the thing, yeah, the thing I find interesting. So um, I made the very unpopular decision back in two thousand seven, I believe. Um, all my friends. Me and all my friends, we were playing, you know, Xbox 360. We'd get home from high school. We'd hop on the 360, play, like, Rainbow Six Vegas or Gears 1, whatever we were playing at the time. And then I don't remember what the event was. There was some event where Sony showed all these PS3 games. And I was like, whoa, this looks incredible. I need one of these. But I was a dumb high school kid who didn't have a job. So I decided to sell my 360 to get a PS3. And all my friends were like, why are you gonna, like, why did you do this? You're going to regret it. And I didn't because I loved those games. And the thing I liked about Sony, specifically during the PS3, right. was they kind of did whatever they wanted to in terms of games. So I don't know if you know, um, like, the Pixel Junk games. I have heard of them. So, like... I have heard of it. This thing called Pixel Junk Eden. This is, like, a weird platforming game. So, like, you play as, like, a thing, and you kind of jump between... It's just this really weird, trippy platforming game. Um... There is this game called The Last Guy, where you control a character in this, like... I'm trying to find a good screenshot. Ooh, that's going to be kind of small. Hopefully you can see that, though. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, I guess not. <laughs> Try disrupting the image. Uh, it's small. What is it? So basically, that's like a satellite image of... I don't know if it's... A, like I'm going to guess Tokyo or whatever. But basically, you control a character on there, and there's zombies everywhere. And you have to run around and get citizens and bring them to this yellow area to like save them. And, like, uh, another game called Echo Chrome. Have you heard of this one? Mm-hmm. 
Yes, I've heard that before. Okay. I don't know anything about it, but I've heard the name. Okay. I'm going to just show this to you. Oh, God. Oh, man. It's 2008. That's not even HD. No, 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 no. I got to show you. You, you got to see it, like, at least in... Okay. So, this whole game is an optical illusion, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So, um... Let me skip it. Like Henrose stairs. Okay. So that black circle is a hole, but because the hole is above the other part of the platform, you fell down onto it. So what are you supposed to do when it's okay. it? Yeah. So for example, right here, I pause it. You see how there's a hole there yeah. in the middle? So the little character is just going to keep walking back and forth because the hole is there. But if you move the camera that way, he's going to walk through because the hole's blocked. Oh, right. So the whole game is like a crazy optical illusion, and it is nuts. But, like, that's a game where it's like, that's not something I imagine would be, like, a huge seller, and I don't know if it did, but Sony basically said, screw it, let's do it anyway. And I really, oh, I like that about Sony. And, like, Flower and Journey... Those now they're on. Journey. Now they're on. Journey. The journey's on PC now, but it was originally a PS3 exclusive, I believe. Yeah. So like. PS4 has always been much more friendly to smaller indie games. Yeah. Yeah. So I even though like for example that Bug Snacks thing, without trying it, it's coming out this year, so I'm probably gonna try it, because why not? But like, I give Sony props for, like showing it it's not a sony game but like they're just not gonna sh they're not just showing spider-man grand Turismo, ratchet and clank last of us whatever whatever they're like hey let's show um you know Sackboy's big adventure let's show bug snacks let's show kina bridge of spirits i appreciate that they're still doing things like that and giving it like attention yeah no i don't disagree with you you're you're not wrong um yeah, again, that's just been a thing with Sony. They've always been much more open to those types of games. And on one hand, it was a little weird having, like, a couple big showings, like Spider-Man, Gran Turismo, Ratchet and Clank, and then that game Stray with the cat. But I yeah. feel like that helped, because if they had Stray, then Bug Snacks, then some of the smaller games, it would have been, like, this lull. Where for, like, 10, 15 minutes, you probably would have just, like zoned out and not paid attention mm -hmm. so ha having like three or four big releases like three or four big reveals and then one of those smaller more unique titles i think broke it up in a like unique way mm -hmm. so i thought that was actually interesting um but no overall i was really impressed with what they showed um and yes, I did just confirm it now. There is full backwards compatibility. Okay, cool. For both. So here's what I'm trying to figure out. There's PS4 Pro. Mm -hmm. It says PS4 Legacy Mode and PS4 Pro Legacy Mode. So I'm assuming that it doesn't just take the resolution and the um, graphical uh, settings of a PS4 <laughs> game and set it on its normal settings. It must set it at its PS4 Pro settings if that game is compatible, which is really cool. So, like, I've been asking you for a couple days now, should I go buy a PS4 Pro so I can play some of these games, and you're like, honestly, wait? No, I'm going to wait now. Yeah. There's I no mean, because what I was confused was basically they announced 
you had PS4 backwards compatibility, PS4 Pro, and then like a PS4 boosted mode. I forget what they called it, but basically the boosted mode would take full advantage of the new GPU and CPU to like really enhance PS4 games. And I think maybe that's where it won't be compatible with everything, like um, at least at first. But that might not be, but you probably can do a PS4 Pro mode on most games. But yeah, as long as you can pop in like your copy of like Final Fantasy VII Remake and it plays, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, pushed to 4K and whatever. As long as it just plays, I'm fine with it. Yeah, pretty much. The other thing I was really impressed with, I'm annoyed, I wish they showed the price but we'll get to that in a minute but i'm glad they showed everything so like here's some pictures i got right so the two versions of the system the one with the disk drive and then the digital version which i thought that was a interesting thing to show so here is where here is where my real issue arises Mm -hmm. this it's not with these consoles at all. I like the consoles. I like the idea of having um, a physical and a digital copy yeah. mode. So you can have one that if you want to buy the physical games and one if you just don't care and you want digital games. That is not my problem. My problem is this. It's not that we haven't seen this before. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, just taking Xbox as an example, we do have an Xbox One digital only, correct? Yeah, now we do for the um, S. Right. But they're only like 200 to $250, and that came out I'm going to say a good five years at least after the console premiered for a significantly lower price. Yeah. My concern is that the reason they're doing this is because the price on this console is going to be sky high and they're trying to find a way to make it more accessible to people. This is where my concern now lies. And I think that's also part of the reason maybe, just maybe, why they're showing all these accessories. They might end up putting out a bundle that says, oh, it costs X amount of money, but you get the two controllers, the headset, the camera, and this with it, too. I I just have this strong feeling that them showing a digital-only console, revealing that now is going to cause is i think that's a sign that this is going to be a very expensive console oh it's gonna it's gonna be a 400 dollar console it's I'm gonna be minimum 600 it's gonna be expensive i'm gonna say minimum 500 minimum probably six but here's what i was thinking about so they're talking about this ultra fast storage and disk drives generally speaking aren't that expensive so would the digital version even be cheaper because they're putting in more of this ultra-fast storage that's p- possibly more expensive than the disk drive? Because disk drives aren't that expensive now, right? Are they putting in more storage in the digital-only version? I believe so. I because I don't know about that. I could be wrong, because if it... If it's... I thought I read... I thought I read that it was going to have more, but I could be wrong. If it has the same amount, then never mind, I'm wrong, Uh, but we'll see. So PS5 Digital Edition, I actually really like how the Digital Edition looks. I think it looks nicer. It actually reminds me- I do too. It reminds me of the the original Xbox 360, because if you stood up the original 360, it kind of had that 
in words curve. I, I'm not against getting physical copies of games at all. I understand it, but I think just considering what we've seen. So with the last generation, if you buy a physical copy of a game, you, it's basically just there to have a local download so you can download that game and as sort of an activation key so that you can play the game. I think I might go with the digital only. If there's no difference other than the disk drive and maybe it's like $100 cheaper, I'd probably just go with the digital only. Yeah, the, uh, this is on the PlayStation blog. At PS5's launch, we will offer two options, the P a PS5 console with Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive and a PS5 digital edition without a disk drive. The gameplay experience will be the same. The choice is all yours. There may be some slight differences in the look, overall design, blah, blah, blah. So they actually did not talk about yeah, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I I mostly stream things. I've been using Voodoo now for all of my 4K HDR stuff for my TVs. Yeah. So I really don't have many Blu-rays. I think I have two or three Blu-rays total in my house, and I have Blu-ray players for them. Um, I don't think, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice to have, you know, it's nice to have one built into the system. But if it's going to be $100 cheaper, let's say, just throwing that out there because that's what I'm thinking it would be, it would probably be $100 cheaper. If that's the case, I'd probably go with it, depending on the price of this console. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, as much as I like physical content, which I do, um, when I look at my Steam library, it's all digital. You know, Origin is yeah. all digital. Uplay is all digital. Xbox Game Pass is all digital. And the thing is, all the games that you buy now for your consoles today are digital also. The only thing you're using, like I said, that disc for is just to download it and then activate the game. Yeah. So if, if you like having the physical copy, go right ahead. More power to you. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with it. You can collect them. That's cool. But if you really don't care about that, if you're like me and you're just like, I want to play the game, just get digital. Plus, like, my argument was always, oh, let's say I wanted to get, like, a PS4, like, mine broke and then I want one 15 years from now and I find like a working system I could still take the disc but like they could take the servers down so I can't re-download it oh shit but you know what I just realized something <laughs> what it's not gonna be backwards compatible the other one at least not for your games not for your physical games no yeah so you can't do it so no I can't do that god that's where I'm in the uh, yeah well we do I do actually have some physical games that's that is interesting that's one of those things where hmm see I'm in a different situation because I already have the PS4 with the and everything and it's like I could just keep it hooked up by the digital only PS5 I'm not sure that's something I talked to Katie about because this is probably going to be expensive and if we decide to get one I'll talk to her about it um thing I found so pictures um what's interesting so I'm going to actually use this so it looks like this one USB like 3.0 and a USB-C that's what it looks like very sleek I like oh, that that's a USB-C and um no it looks like a c, I, like a c. god i hope they don't use micro usb please no yeah i know never again what i found interesting so these are so these are their wireless headphones they also announced and i'm curious how expensive these are going to be because sony's going all in on the sound for the ps5 i got a feeling it's gonna be expensive probably is honestly go back to that picture again yeah I would not put it past them for if you get the physical cop, the physical 
um, media PS5. The, the, get that. Yeah, the regular PS5. Yeah. The two controllers, the charger, the remote, the camera, and the headphones, I would not put it past, like, it's going to be $1,000. Easy. And here's the thing, I guess... Sixty dollars each for the controllers. Yeah. I mean, one comes with it, so you gotta buy one. Then I'm assuming another forty at least for the remote. Probably a hundred for the camera, and at least a hundred dollars for those headphones. Okay, so I think we should switch it up a little bit. So basically, I'll round up. I think their event today was awesome. They, I think they nailed it. And I went from I'm not too interested in the consoles to well, you got my attention. I want to know how expensive it is so I can figure out how I'm going to buy it. Like yeah. they got so mission success. Um, here's the thing. So now we're going to talk about the price. You can see a bundle where you get like multiple things for like a thousand. So um, when Sony had, um, did, did you watch their E3 of 2006 for the PS3? Uh, that was no I did not okay that was like the infamous one where they showed like a game that was based on like authentic Japanese history and had like giant enemy crabs and uh Ridge Racer it's Ridge Racer and it was really cheesy and corny and it ended with them saying the PlayStation 3 will be 599 US dollars and it was like I'm spending $600 for that and it was like a joke and it took Sony years to fight. <laughs> the, it, that like, they had such How a, much was it again at launch? You had two models. The cheapest model mm -hmm. was 500 bucks. The right. 60 gig model was 600. Oh, the and PS3 was? PS3. The, 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 I don't remember. The, 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 I didn't get one at launch. The model that you wanted was $600. God. Now, here's the thing. Let's just say a PS5, whichever version, digital, physical, just one controller, the system goes for 600. I don't think you would get the same reaction now. I think people would be fine with it because in 2006, like technology was completely different. Like the iPhone wasn't out smartphones were like a yeah. pretty limited thing but now gaming was just starting to come not even really there yet it wasn't even really there yet right but now people are used to the idea of oh this new iphone whatever this new samsung galaxy s 20 it's like 1100 yeah sure i'll i'll, I'll do it why not and grant a phone can do more than a game console but i think we've all people have gotten used to like buying this expensive phone, this tablet, this thing. I think people have just gotten like the idea of technology being expen like expensive isn't so yeah. foreign now. Plus gaming is so massive. Like, um I don't remember it who really went from it really went from sort of a subculture to mainstream. Yeah. It was almost fifteen years just and about. I don't remember who it was. There was like a band or like a rapper or somebody. They held a concert in Fortnite. Which is nuts. There's, there's been a few that have done. And there's a guy uh, goes by the name Gary Witta, and he hosts a talk show in Animal Crossing. And like, it actually, he's actually gotten interviews with like legit actors and actresses and like actual famous people, not just like gaming people, like actual celebrities. He's having a talk show at Animal Crossing with actual celebrities so like gaming it's no longer just this niche thing so basically sony today 
without announcing the price, showed you why you want a PS5. And most people I've seen online who watch the video, almost everybody's like, yep, I want one. So if they announce it at 600, plus with the Xbox One launching at 500 bucks and the Xbox One sold fine, like not as good as the PS4. I mean, it sold, it sold though. like 50, 50 to 60 million units. It's nothing to sneeze at. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Over time it did. At launch, it wasn't as good. No, but it still sold okay. And then when they released the Xbox Series X, that was also 500. And from what I'm... Yeah, the X. Yeah, the Xbox One X sold for five hundred, and from what I know, that also sold pretty well. So it's like people have gotten used to the idea of a five hundred dollar game console. Yeah, I think the big thing nowadays, though, is that, like you said, technology has changed quite a bit, and it, it shows. And I think the big thing is the way that consoles used to be is they used to, and it really isn't described any better than what you see in the previous generation consoles, the PS4 and the Xbox One, how underpowered they were for their time even. Mm -hmm. I think what we were used to for a while was seeing consoles that were slightly underpowered for the last couple of generations. They were slightly underpowered and that the companies, the games would rely on heavy optimization, number one, and number, really is just heavy optimization. Yeah, that's really what they would rely on and they did that in order to keep the prices down as much as possible. I think what we're seeing now is that technology has gotten to a point where they can hit that sweet spot of it's really powerful, but it's not gonna cost you as much as a 4K gaming rig would today. I mean, if you look at the GPU in these, the equivalent PC GPU would cost you around $800 to get yeah. the same performance. I said this before, I really do think that with these two consoles for the foreseeable future, not forever at all, I really do think this is now I think it's gone beyond just a contender. I think this is should probably be now the default for if you want to just game. Mm -hmm. And then we're at that point. We were kind of talking last episode about how like PC gaming is really expensive. And if these consoles are like really strong and they show you like if they can do some impressive like visuals, can we justify PC? You know, yeah, a, we were talking about that. Did you hear this rumor that the RTX 3080 cooler is 150 bucks for the cooler itself. I did not hear that. Okay. 3080? So, yeah, so the next, you know, the 3000, the next generation NVIDIA GP we're waiting for. The rumor... 90? What are they doing? So the rumor is that the cooler, not the GPU, the cooler is rumored to cost 150 bucks for NVIDIA to manufacture. It's getting... That's a big problem that we have now. Absolutely. It's getting way too expensive. <laughs> so, like, if it's $150... Assuming this is valid, if it is $150 for NVIDIA to produce the cooler to keep the damn thing cool, my God, how expensive is this card going to be? Because, like, yeah, this 3080 will be stronger than a PS5 and an Xbox Series X in pure, like, horsepower. Sure, but... Like, if it's going to cost, like, $1,200... I think it might cost more than that. I think the 38... Well, the 3080 probably will cost close to 1000 around. I think that 3090 there, something that's a step up, is going to cost way more. Yeah. Which is sad. We've gotten to the point now where it's... I love PC gaming, but it's getting to the point now where you have two choices. You either settle, and which is not a bad thing. Settling is not a bad thing. You can't, you know... 
maybe you really shouldn't be aiming for 4K 60 FPS in The Witcher 3 or Red Dead Redemption. Maybe you shouldn't be aiming for that anymore with everything maxed out. Yeah. Because it's now getting to the point where monitors, they may be dropping in price. We may be seeing gains there. But we're not seeing any gains on the hardware front. We are seeing increases in GPUs. CPUs are getting better. Mm -hmm. GPUs at this point are not. And interesting thing price with wise, uh, price wise just clarify. price wise yeah now the other interesting thing sony went out to clarify before this video went up they said hey because this is a digital thing and we're going to be live streaming this stream is going to be 1080p 30 frames you can expect this to look better in person and makes sense so here's gran turismo 7 right here if you can see my mouse cursor you can see the stitching yeah you could and you can see the texture of the inside of the car. And this is a heavily compressed video. This is a 1080p video that's been thrown to YouTube and has been compressed to heck. And you can still see this little X in a square yeah. stitching. So like when things open up and we can go to Best Buy later this year and take a look at these things in person and like Ratchet and Clank, when you take a look at this, like my god if a 600 if it comes out for 600 dollars, i don't think that's far-fetched because i think i remember reading that like th these consoles should be around like a 2070 super or 2070 ti or whatever if we're gonna like, compare it to like a pc gpu just on paper like specs but the thing is again we have these games that are going to be hyper optimized and the PS5 and Xbox, they have their own operating system. So you don't have to deal with Windows or Mac OS and all that baggage. So they're going to be able to eke so much power and so much performance out of these chips. And it's just like, like this looks insane. And um, oh yeah, this the thing oh, from this thing from Square Enix, um, the project, whatever this is called, like, that's nuts. That cool. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's getting to a point now where games are starting to look so good, even without maxing out settings. Mm -hmm. They're starting to look so good that you can get to a point where you say, you know what? I'm satisfied. That's, that's good. I'm happy with the way it looks. And now with these consoles, I think that we have that. That's why I'm saying I think that, you know, I'm still going to have my PCs, you know, I'm still oh, yeah. going to use them and everything. Yep. But I think that for this next generation, I may need to make my return to console more. And the interesting thing I thought about today when I was finishing my shift at work was when I take a look at games like I'm going to use PS4 games like God of War, Detroit, Become Human, um you know, Spider-Man, in terms of textures and whatnot, those games look stunning. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake, for the most part, textures and that look great. The thing that always gets me is, man, I wish I could play it on the PC for either faster frame rate or higher consistent resolution. Yeah. But I didn't have, I didn't really complain about how the games looked. It was more like resolution. And now we're getting, like, these consoles are probably going to be 4K, a lot of the time. I think they will, honestly. And because the PS4 Pro, correct me if I'm wrong, but it could output every game that has a PS4 Pro mode on it. Because I know that not every game is optimized for the PS4 Pro, if I'm correct. Yeah, so not, you know, games had to be updated 
or patched or right. you know created with the PS4 Pro in mind. Um, as long as the game had it in mind, then it could it could render 4K 30. Yeah. So depending on the game, um, yeah. One. Th uh, let's see. Like. I don't actually. I don't know if this list is actually complete or whatnot, but like, Ace Combat Seven on the PS4 Pro has a faster refresh, uh, refresh, a uh, faster frame rate. Some games you play it like Call of Duty WW2 doesn't play at 4K, it's 1620p, which trust me, 1620p on a 4K screen looks good enough. Um, some games, like I think Modern Warfare, the 2019 reboot, I believe that is 4K on the PS4 Pro. And I think that is, yeah. some games like Horizon Zero Dawn use, I believe, what's checkerboarding um, rendering. So yeah, checkerboarding it, rendering, I know that one does. And I'll be honest with you, I'm sure if you put a native 4K and checkerboard 4K side to side on like identical TVs you could probably pick out that you can probably tell them apart that way but mm -hmm. when I did play Horizon on my 4K Samsung it looked fucking fantastic to me yeah. so it's like and again that was the PS4 Pro this just all of this plays into where we're going with these consoles now so a year ago I did not have any 4K TVs yep Today I have two. Mm -hmm. I have a I have a TCL Series Five, a forty-three inch, that I have in my bedroom. It's a really nice, just basic four um, K TV with HDR. It has Dolby Atmos and everything, and built in and Dolby's HDR. It's a great value for three hundred bucks. Yeah. And then in my my main TV is a high end LG C nine mm. OLED. And I have played games on those before, okay? I plugged my PS4 into them. My regular PS4, my launch aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. Like you're on the deck of the, of the USS Gerald Ford. Yep. Okay? Even that, with flick the HDR on, I tried it with Spider-Man the other day. When you flick the HDR on with that game, even that looks pretty good. Oh, yeah. Which I'm impressed with. And that's using hardware that was outdated when, when it came out came in 2013. So the fact, like, yeah, exactly. When you look at screenshots of Last of Us 2, and it looks graphically, it looks incredible. And I'm like, how are they doing that? This is old AMD Jaguar stuff. How how is this happening? So I'm just imagining Sony doing that with this hardware, which is actually go really good for today's standards. And yeah, real quick, I went on. I got a little choppy. I, I got choppy. You said, what was that? Yeah, you're really choppy. Wow. Oh, that's not good. Uh, is this a little better? Hello? No, not at all. No. The whole stream is choppy. Hmm, my network's probably failing. Interesting. Hmm. It's a little better now. A little better? Yeah, it's better now. I don't know what that was. That was probably probably just a network hitch. Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, but like, I went on Best Buy's website just to take a look at TVs, like 4K TVs while you're talking about it. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, <clears throat> I selected what's available at my local Best Buy, and there's not many things available because, <coughs> you know, stock issues because of the quarantine. Is, but Yeah, the thing is now, you can get a 4K TV 
4, like, like, for example, TCL has the Series 4, which is a very popular 4K TV because it has HDR. It's not an OLED, it's, it's still an LCD, but you can get it very easy for, like, $200. Yeah. Like, I just saw it for 220 bucks the other day in a Costco, okay? It's not hard to find. You can get it for very cheap. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. The, the reason I'm saying that is not to knock, for example, a 4K monitor. For a 4K dedicated gaming monitor, is going to be better. It's more expensive, but it's better. But how do you sell someone on 4K PC gaming at this point when you tell them that your PC is going to have to be more money than these consoles? Number one and number two, if you're going to use a monitor, you're going to be paying at least several hundred dollars, or you can use one of these TVs. Plus, not to mention for some things like HDR, Windows still has catch-up to do. Yeah, Windows has a lot of catch-up to do with HDR. They're not quite there yet. And the consoles out now, the PS4 and the Xbox One X now, it's just you go to settings, turn on HDR, and you're good. Game, yeah, doesn't, exactly. game doesn't support it. It launches regularly. If it does support it, it's fine. And the, and the launch PS4, they were able to update with a firmware update and added hdr to that one so you didn't even need yeah, to buy a exactly. new system so it's like they, yeah they're, they're doing some incredible stuff with these outdated systems so now you have this new one coming out that looks crazy and now i pulled up this xbox thing because i'm curious what you think have you heard of xbox all access before yeah that's the thing that you can pay like 20 dollars a month and get unlimited games right so, so you stream them or do you actually no so you're I, what you're thinking of is xbox game pass that's for 10 dollars for console or 15 for console and pc and you get a list of games you get to download and run natively on your machine of choice xbox all access for 20 dollars a month you get game pass xbox live gold and an xbox console so let's say you want to jump into an xbox but you don't want to spend 400 bucks on an xbox one x you know assuming it's on sale or 500 bucks and then buy xbox live you can go to online or go to a microsoft store and you can do like a two-year contract basically and for 20 bucks for two years 20 bucks a month for two years you get a system and game pass and gold and really yeah that's actually like a so you lease a console i mean i'm pretty sure it's i could be wrong um i think it's yours to keep once it's paid off um I believe it's and a, that's, it's an interesting proposal. I'm wondering if they're going to do that with this now because this is specifically OK. So here's the different versions, right? So 20 bucks a month gets you the digital Xbox One S with Game Pass Ultimate and which includes Xbox Live for $22.99. You get the regular Xbox One S and for $24.99, you get the One X. So for 25 bucks a month, you get an Xbox One X, two years of Game Pass Ultimate, um, and there's like an upgrade option. So you could upgrade to the Xbox Series X after 18 months. It's a very interesting proposal. And I think that's going to make a lot of sense depending on the Series X price, because that's almost guaranteed to be more expensive than the PlayStation. If the PlayStation I would is imagine bucks, that's going to be seven or eight hundred. And the thing, and I think that paying twenty five dollars a month for two years is going to be easier for people to swallow rather than paying eight hundred dollars maybe up front. 
So what if Sony has a similar deal where you get a PlayStation 5 and then maybe PlayStation Now? Which I think you can download games now. Yeah, you can download games now. Um, it's not as good as Game Pass. Like It's not. It just isn't. But it's still a thing. So you can download games or stream games. So, like, if they had a thing where you got a PS5 and PlayStation Now and maybe access to, like, a video service or, like, a music service or something and PS Plus for, like... Right. 25 30 35 bucks a month that blows everything open because people are used to paying a lot of money for technology and they're used to like you know AT&T next with these two-year contract like two-year I don't want to call them contracts but basically contracts and they're they're leases basically they really are leases yeah leasing the phone so it's like I feel like if you can tell people like hey you can pay upfront for this or if you want you could do this thing for like two, three years, pay it off, and in the meantime, while you're paying it off, you get PS Now and Plus and blah blah blah. You know, that's that's a heck of a deal instead of paying like six hundred bucks for a console and then having to buy PlayStation Plus and then having to buy this game and that. So, I wonder if consoles are going to start moving to like subscription services. I feel like Microsoft's kind of been tip like dipping their toes in the water. And they're getting a bit more serious. Like, Xbox All Access is, like, a serious deal. So I wonder if, like, Sony would consider doing something like that. I think they would. Um, I don't know to what extent they would, but I see that as something that Microsoft would do more rather than Sony because Microsoft also has the stores. Yeah, I mean... So they could do something sort of similar to an Apple store where you go in and you can shop for your console. Yeah, I mean, Sony could potentially do something like that at, like, you know, Best Buy or something in person if they really wanted to. I'm sure they could work out, like, a deal with with a retailer. But, um... Or GameStop, even. But, yeah, no, it is. I'm actually really excited now. Like, I'm excited to see how Microsoft responds because they they have to. (laughs) Because, like, their big game reveal event was mostly trailers, very little gameplay. And the big thing was, oh, my God, we're going to have gameplay of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which, cool, but we kind of know what the game's going to be. And they didn't even really show gameplay. While this was just like GT7, Ratchet, this game, Sackboy's Back, Horizon, Demon Souls, just thing after thing after thing, and it was a lot of gameplay. So it's like between the two, like despite all the hype and all the tech talk of the Xbox, throw it all out. I'm way more interested in the PS5 now. It's not even close. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested in it. To be honest, I'm still kind of interested in both, more so the PS5, because like we said last yeah. time too, all the Xbox games are likely going to be migrated over to PC as well. I don't think they're going to do exclusives anymore. I think it's going to be Microsoft exclusive rather than Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. So I think that you're going to see that happen, um, which is why I'm more interested in the PlayStation at this point. Uh, but overall, I think still price is going to be what dictates the success or failure of these consoles. Yeah. With these kind of specs, you're not going to get $300 entry level price. No, the, the I think the days of the days of systems coming out for like 300 to 350, I think that's over. 
yeah. maybe no, maybe not including Nintendo because Nintendo always is cheaper. But like between like Sony and Microsoft, we're not going to see consoles like assuming they keep doing traditional consoles. We're not going to see them for like under five hundred dollars, not at launch. Maybe like three to four years from now when they release the PS5 Slim. But even then, even then, the PS4 Slim, I think, was 300. And the PS4, was, yeah. the PS4 Pro launched at 399 and it's still 399 So, like, the price, they didn't really drop the price on the PS4. The, the only price drop was the Slim, to my knowledge. So, like, yeah, they're going to be, consoles are going to be more expensive, but I think the market is ready for that now. You mean for this kind of a console with this price? Yeah. I think, I'm saying I think very carefully here, because I, you know, I, we could say $600 is unreasonable. I think that's, for the most part, reasonable for what we're getting, $600. I think that when you start to go over that is when you start to see people saying why. Yeah. You know, and not really being, especially with this economic climate that we're in now. That was actually kind of my last point that you kind of just segued into brilliantly. Um, I don't, like, I think in any other time saying this is going to be $600, but it's worth it. And like, you show what you showed today and you say it's 600 bucks. To people like you and me, like, we understand the tech behind it. I'll be like, you know what? If you tell me the PS5 is 600 I get it. And it's not Sony's fault there's a global pandemic going on. But it's not right fault. It's not now. It's not fault. It's not, but it is a fact. But right now, at this time, when we have people who've been unemployed for months and people are, like, begging for a second stimulus check, it is... You know, we have people hoping to get a second stimulus check, and I don't know if it's a $600 thing this year. It's like, it would just be really unfortunate timing, because like, man, because like, you know, I'm working, right? I'm working. I'm actually getting overtime because of everything going on. So like me financially, I'm fine. I'm very blessed and lucky to be in this situation, but a lot of people aren't. And I don't know if this year most people could justify spending 600 on a brand new console cuz 600 is a lot of money anyway, even if even if it's worth it, which I think it if you pointed a gun to my head and I had to tell you, would 600 bucks be worth it for just the pure technical stuff that's in there yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely 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 like i'm not saying it's not expensive it is expensive but it's worth it um it's just is it worth it this year so that all comes down to two things Mm -hmm. current climate and that the pro and the idea of value value to someone like us would be that yes they are worth it you have the hardware in there that would be equivalent to an over one thousand dollar pc some hardware that you can't even get yet or at least 
at least at a reasonable price. Um, so to someone like us, it would be, yes, this is absolutely a deal. But for someone who's not well-versed with the technical side of this, for someone who doesn't necessarily care to know what ray tracing is, for example, for someone like that, and they just look at it and say, that looks good. The graphics look fantastic on that, which is a lot of people. The vast majority of people who play these games are that. Not a problem. It just is what it is, you know? And there's a lot of times that I'm like that too, so I can feel you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, a lot of those people might look at a price, especially over $600, and say, why? And really question, why would I buy this for that price with everything going on right now? Yeah. That's the thing that would concern me the most if I'm Sony and Microsoft. Especially, um, so, the... When their stream started, uh, Jim Ryan was the first guy you saw. So this was an interesting quote. I think this was... Um, so this is on PlayStation Lifestyle. This was May 30th. Um, let's see. His quote, uh, Recent history has told us that gaming is one of the pastimes and one of the businesses that benefits in economically difficult times. It's quite logical. People don't have the money to go out, so they stay at home. Now, who knows how this recession is going to look, how deep it will be, and how long it will last. It could be that... The historic templates, the historic models that have applied in the past may not apply in the future. I think the best way we can address this is by providing the best possible value proposition that we can. I don't necessarily mean lowest price. Value is a combination of many things. And then blah, 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 games, game, games, lots of games, lots of games. So he's basically saying, I'm not telling you this is going to be cheap. But I'm going to try to tell you it's going to be worth the price. And I'm just curious if this year that message will fly. Also, I'm looking at this picture of the PS4 Pro. Looking at the PS5 today, and I'm looking at the PS4 Pro, my god, the PS4 Pro is ugly. It is. <laughs> I didn't... It, it, it is kind of a crappy looking comic. I didn't... I always thought that. I, like, I didn't think much... I th kind of thought it was funny, but, like, I didn't think it was, like, really bad looking. But after looking at the PS5, it's grown on me. Now I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> it's a... It's a square Oreo, but there's no cream in the middle. <laughs> there's no cream in the middle. Seriously. It kind of just looks like it's two launch PC, well, like a launch PC and a launch PS4 and a half stacked on top of each other. Dude, seriously, take a look at the middle platter. Paint it white and you got a goddamn Oreo. <laughs> it really is. Sony, you can take that idea. They would have done that. You, should, you can take that idea for free, take it to the bank. <laughs> I'm, give, I'm giving you a layup, but, um, yeah. So, uh, obviously, they didn't talk about price, hence why we're talking about money. I'm curious to see how the price is going to go and how people would react. But, yeah, it's going to... If it's $500, I will be goddamn surprised. And the only reason I don't think they talked about price is because they're waiting on Microsoft. They let Microsoft, like, go first and show their system, show their hardware, their stuff first. They got out all their technical stuff, then Sony did. So I bet they're just waiting. I bet they're waiting on Microsoft to say... I think they're doing one of two things. Well, one of three things. Obviously, you know, Occam's Razor, simplest explanation is usually the correct one. Mm -hmm. I think that they probably are 
both a combination of waiting for Microsoft as well as determining the final price on their end. Follow me. Um, I think if Microsoft comes out and says, oh, $800 or $700, and they're below that or close enough to it, realistically, they want to be below it. Uh, PS PlayStation for the last generation did sell cheaper, and that is one of the reasons why it won so many people over. Oh, yeah. So if that's the case again, I could see them waiting. Um, but I definitely do think that that's a big reason why, because the third reason that really plays into this is that I think also it comes down to the simple fact that, unfortunately, these are going to be expensive consoles. These are not going to be cheap. These are going to be pretty pricey. Um, I think they're waiting to see what Microsoft does, number one, so that they can adjust their price accordingly, and number two, so they can gauge the reaction. Yeah. And now I'm just looking at a picture of the Series X, and I always thought it was a really interesting design, to put it nicely. You know, I think it's interesting, but I think it makes sense because it's literally just a PC. It makes sense, especially the... Like, I think it's... I always thought it was kind of like, the fuck? And I still kind of am like, the fuck? Honestly, I would not be surprised if the next thing they announced was that you can hook it up to a keyboard and mouse. You can do that with its own proprietary operating system. Mm. Oh, okay. Because the Xbox... One is a normal PC. The Xbox One lets you use keyboard and mouse. I don't know if it works on the UI, if it's only games, though. But I think what makes the Xbox series look so just like, ugh, is they put the xbox button and the disk drive all the way to like the left side and everything else is just blank and it's just like yeah like it's, it's very plain looking which lends credence to my theory that that might be something that they have yet to announce that you can do that um i have no evidence of this i have none at all i'm just looking at it and taking it off of the look that it looks like a mini itx tower yeah and it looks like that's something that they would do with it that they might say hey you could use it as a PC, or they might do some real fuckery and say, hey, it runs some sort of proprietary edited Windows 10S kind of thing. I was about to say, like, Windows... That, that's what it's called, right? Windows 10S? Yeah, the Windows version that's light. Yeah. I could see them doing that. I really could, because it's not like they can't. They own all the technology necessary to do that. I'm just curious to see if uh, think about that Just, let's say in an alternate universe you tell me what do you think alternate universe they announced that it does have an alternate operating system that does run a version of windows 10 and you can use um you can use it as a normal pc as well so you have the game mode with the xbox launcher and you have a pc mode with windows 10 and you can hook it up to a keyboard and mouse and obviously you could hook it up to a monitor and it plays 4K and everything. The only downside being any of the games that you play, you don't have any additional system settings to adjust. It's the same thing that you would have normally. Would you replace your PC with this, or at least your main PC, not your work PC? I mean, I don't know, because... So basically having a game console do like basic everyday tasks, is that what you're basically getting at? Yeah, think about that, that you have a game console that you can just as easily fire up Halo Infinite on, as well as a Word document. What I would be, I would be interested in, like, I would be interested to see, like, if you plug in a keyboard and mouse, the, like, the UI dynamically changes 
to, like, you know, oh, plug in keyboard and mouse, let's switch to, like, a more, like, traditional Windows-looking UI. But it's still, like, the Xbox OS, whatever they call it. Um, yeah, like, it would be interesting to be able to have a game console that can have, like, a good, competent web browser, which, granted, the Xbox One's web browser is actually decent. It's just... God, using the controller is agony. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, if you could have a game console that could have a decent web browser... Even if, it, even if it doesn't have Windows on it, let's say. Let's say that you can put Microsoft apps on it. Yeah, which the Xbox One kind of, kind of can do that a little bit. It's interesting. Because I actually, um, I don't know all the technical know-how, I'll be perfectly honest with you, because that, um, let me see if I can find it. Oh, that sucks one. Um, because I know that was something that got added when I didn't have an Xbox One, but, like, I went on the Xbox store, you know, on the console itself, and I was looking at apps, and there was an app called Sonic the Hedgehog. So I downloaded it, and it was a streaming app for every single Sonic the Hedgehog show ever. Like, the Saturday AM show, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Underground, Sonic X. Like, what if they did that? Like, a clearly illegal app that they put, somehow on there. put on Windows 10, but was also accessible on Xbox One. And I know it was an app because Microsoft caught on to it and deleted that app and a whole bunch just like it. And I actually found an app on the Xbox that was a video, it was basically like a video app that gave you tutorials on how to use Pro Tools. You know, Pro Tools, a thing you cannot do right. on a game console. But it was an app you could download. I feel like... It's I not exactly what you mean, but... No, yeah. But I feel, just looking at that console, I feel... Again, I have no information, I have not seen anything, I am just speculating and fantasizing at this point. That, just from looking at it, it seems like on the Microsoft side... Well, on the PlayStation side, they may be remaining more traditional when it comes to consoles. On the Xbox side, it seems like the lines are beginning to blur slightly between console and computer. And I think that's Microsoft. Gaming console and what's a PC? That's Microsoft's master plan. <laughs> I think it is too. I think it is too. I think that there's a decent likelihood that eventually they might do something like that. You know, if they have if they have um, keyboard and mouse support on the Xbox One then I don't see why they wouldn't have it on this. But in that, if that's the case, I don't... Imagine if they did that. Just think about it. If they actually ended up doing that. Yeah, one thing that was interesting, I don't know if you remember this, the PS3 originally had other OS. Do you know about that? No. Okay. So this is how crazy Sony was at the time. So when it launched, it had this feature called other OS right in the cross-media bar itself so you click on this and it allowed you to install a different operating system on your playstation 3 so you could have a ps3 that could boot up into linux oh i would love that and so much fun with that it actually caused a uh, huge issue but yeah so here this guy 
This is just a picture. This guy installed. Yeah, great. this guy installed Ubuntu on a PS3, and then got a Super Nintendo emulator on Ubuntu. <laughs> on the PS3. Um, now this eventually backfired on Sony because somebody, a hacker, used other OS to exploit the PS3 to like hack it. So then. Oh, yeah put Kali on it and backdoor into it. So then Sony removed other OS with a firmware update and then they pissed off the Beehive. <laughs> and then the Beehive hacked Sony and that was one of the big reasons why um you know the big PlayStation Network hack in like 2010 or 2011 whenever yeah. that was. That was one of the because the hacker used other OS and then they removed other OS and they sued the hacker. And I think his name was Geohod. I think that was his like online name. So they sued Geohod. And then because he was sued, they swarmed, like, they basically took a water balloon, threw it at the beehive, and then the hive fell to the ground and smacked open. So all the angry bees swarmed at Sony. So they kind of backfired on them. But. Anyway, that's a totally different thing. It was fascinating that, yeah, at one point, you could have a PS3 that could also boot up Linux. Or, like, free BSD. <laughs> like, how nuts is that? <laughs> that's really cool. I can see the issues with it very clearly. <laughs> yeah, same. It, it's very clear that it was more of an afterthought rather than something that was built in. But think yeah. about it if it was not an afterthought. Think I about know. It, if it was built into it, that whatever operating system that um, your console uses... You can also use a fully fledged PC. If you could have a, if you could have an Xbox Series X, like I'll put it this way, I have my computer now, which I you know, I do my podcasts on it, editing video stuff, so I need my computer. But for an average person who just wants to go on Facebook, YouTube, listen to music, play games, if you could have like a wireless keyboard and mouse hooked up to an Xbox and have an Xbox or a PS5 on your desk to do your basic everyday things and then play like 4K games like Gran Turismo 7, that would be nuts. That would be. I would take my computer, put it in a different room. So when I need like my heavy duty horsepower for like video editing, I go to that room and then in my room where I have everything now I would just have my desk a console and like my monitor and like that's it Oop, didn't mean to go on Facebook so that would be uh, that would be awesome it's an exciting time it is I'm this is gonna be a lot of new stuff coming out yeah I am kind of nervous about the price but like I said, I think that's going to be the make or break for both of these consoles. It's, I really do. It's going to be price and specifically this year inventory. Inventory is yes. going to be a challenge. So if anybody has any desire to get a PS5 or an Xbox, I think you just have to go for it and reserve it and just do it. Honestly, <laughs> if you, yeah. If you want one this year, that's going to be like... I may put money down to reserve it and then if I change my mind I can cancel it I guess but like if I want one this year I may just have to say screw it and put money down because of so many PS4 games I have that I have not yet played like I we talked about Spider-Man I haven't played Spider-Man I have not played God of War I haven't played Detroit 
become human. I never beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, there's a lot of games I have yet to play. I think the thing I'm excited the most about is that this time, for me, it finally feels like consoles are worth it again. Yeah. For me, specifically. That's what I'm excited about. And the better the console, the better it is for PCs in the long run. Right. The only thing I ever had a console for previously was really just exclusives. Yeah. You know, I went from really heavy gaming on the 360 to getting really heavy into PC, even though I had a PS4 at the time, and then drifting away from console over to PC, where today PC is basically all I play, except every now and then I'll play console, which mm -hmm. now I'll be playing more of it. But now with this new generation, I kind of think that it's going to be the opposite for me. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that what we're seeing plays out. Because if it comes out that these consoles are not three-figure sums, but four-figure sums you have to pay, or anything close to it, I think that's going to be a major turnoff for a lot of people. Yeah. It is. Me. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm working, and I am fine with money, blah, blah, blah. I'm all good. If it was like PS5 coming out November 15th for like $800, I'm still going to be like... Even if you can justify the price and you give me a lot of value, 800 is still 800. So like, I just like, that's, I don't envy them because there, Sony and Microsoft have to react to each other. So Microsoft said, no, oh, we're releasing this year. Nothing's going to change it. So Sony basically like, okay, I guess we're releasing this year. <laughs> so it's like, they don't want to like, they don't want to be the ones to release after because I think everybody's excited for like the next generation and especially like you know PlayStation fans I think are really excited for the PS5 yeah especially after today so if, if it was like you know the the diehard Sony fan will wait for the PS5 but if you just have like the regular average like dude bro who just wants to play Call of Duty and Madden and they don't care about what platform it is and they'll be like oh well the Xbox comes out in March and the PS5 is this year in November I'll get a PS5 they don't want to be the one that's later so they both have to come out this year so it's like I don't blame them but I do not envy them because the next couple decisions about pricing and value like, so the two, yeah, the two big decisions that are going to be are price, not even so much value. I think at this point we know what we're getting as much as I want them to do, like with the Xbox, for example, that whole PC hybrid shit. Yeah. I know they're probably not going to do that. That's just a pipe dream I have. But I think we know what we're getting value-wise at this point. The only things we're waiting on are really pricing and timing. I think that's the case here. I think we're waiting on when are they going to release and how much are they going to release for. Because if they come out for some reason and by some act of God, the PS5 is $1,200 and the Xbox is $600, which oh, we probably geez. typically expect to be the opposite. But if that's the case, I will not get a PS5. I can't, I, I can't justify that really too much. Oh, no. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Because, like, okay, if the PS5, if they announce it's $500, I will, like, punch me in the face... Because I'm expecting 600 minimum. If they say 500, 
I will throw my wallet at the screen and go like, okay, you win. You got me. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it is a video game console. And there's more important things, especially in times like this. So even if it is six or seven hundred and from a technical standpoint, they could totally justify that price. I just don't it. It would be a tough sell just because like in this climate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that if this were a year ago, like a year, if they were coming out, let's say summer 2019, I could see that working. I can see these consoles being seven to hundred, maybe at absolute most eight hundred dollars for some special edition. But I can't see them being, you know, something. Else. I, mm. I wish it came out in matte black. That looks good. Yeah, this. I was gonna say that. What I showed this, I showed the picture of the PS5 to Katie, and she actually loves how it looks. But then she's like, "Oh man, I can't wait for them to make like limited editions and play with the yeah. colors." Like, can you imagine if they had like, you know, like the plastic outsides for like red? I don't know, red or blue, like red and uh, the middle. Yeah, if you can cut, if you can special order a custom one. Yeah, that would be cool. That but, would be cool. Yeah, but again, there's. That's again. That all of this is going to just come down to how much it costs and when is it going to come out. Because let's say again, though, same coin as that same just same exact topic as the if one console is twelve hundred dollars and the other console six hundred dollars. Let's say one console. Is, let's say they're within a hundred dollars, maybe six hundred and seven hundred dollars. Let's say they're within a hundred dollars of each other. Okay. Yeah. But one console is coming out significantly earlier. Maybe you have the PS5 coming out in the fall, like November or something. Or actually, no, not November. That's a little too late. Let's say September. Let's say by some strange event, they're coming out in September because Microsoft announced that they're not going to release until let's say December first. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have more people going for the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Vice versa, you're going to have a lot more people going for the Xbox, probably, if the Xbox decides to come out first. You know, it's all about finding how much value can we provide, what's the soonest that we can release this in mass successfully, keyword successfully, and how much is that going to cost? Yeah. And I'm definitely... I'm definitely curious years from now when they do like the PS5 Slim and they redesign it whenever Sony releases a system the first design my opinion always looks the best and then when they redesign it okay that's not necessarily true because the PS2 Slim looked better than the fat PS2 but like like when you look at the PS3 like I love how this PS3 looks I had the other one the one that came out after the Slim I think it was so like this fat one I love that one then you had this one yeah that guy I had and then I have this one and this is a ugly ugly son of a gun <laughs> works but it's ugly but it's like I feel like Sony when they redesign stuff usually not as uh, Ever since the PS3, the reasons haven't been as nice. Like, I don't think the PS4 Slim and Pro look as nice as the regular PS4. So no, I, The launch PS4, I think, looks good. It's loud as shit, but it looks good. It sounds like old World War II Japanese kamikaze jet. <laughs> it really does. It sounds like old Japanese Zero Fighters coming in. Oh, that actually reminds me. You'll find this cool. This one house I was... Del- we'll probably wrap it up after this, but this is a funny... Uh, this is a cool story. So... 
I'm delivering to one of the houses on my mail route, and this guy has a box on his porch, and I'm looking at it because it's full of newspapers, right? So the guy's just like, oh, yeah, go take a look. And he has newspapers he's been collecting since the 1930s. Mm-hmm. So he actually had a, a newspaper the day after FDR was elected for a third time. So he had actual World War II newspapers. Oh, that's really cool. And I'm just like, holy crap, this is so cool. And I was going through them and he had one the day after Nixon resigned. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. That's interesting. What did it say? It just said Nixon resigned in really huge black text. Resigned the presidency at noon tomorrow? No, it just said Nixon resigns. <laughs> and then that was like the huge headline and then it had all the other stuff. I don't know how I got into that, but anyway, whatever. I can talk about old World War II newspapers uh, other times, I suppose. <laughs> but heck of a day. Lots of announcements. I went, I went from not caring to... <laughs> they got my attention. Yeah, they they have my attention now. It's just going to come down to how much are they going to charge to keep it. That price. Coming down to that price. It's coming down to that price. Realistically, and I'm expecting both of these to come out November, December time for the holiday. Um, but it, it's price. That's what's going to make them or break them. And More uh, than likely still going to go with the PlayStation. And I'm sorry, that PS5 horizontal is totally like a hockey arena. It does. It looks just like a stadium. Hold on, let's see if I can, um... Just look at the picture I sent you just now. Uh, in Skype? Yeah. Oh, God, that thing. You won't be able to get it out of your head. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I don't want to look at the insides. No, look at the outsides. I guess it's my fault for not. Clarifying the... Okay, that was a dumb idea just to Google it. <laughs> I saw this one, f- one really funny. Oh yeah, the, the memes. The memes have been great. It looks like a router. It is. It's a router. This is a router with envelopes taped to it. <laughs> and um, here's a cake. It's the eye of Sauron. A, 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 a cake cup. It's oh my literally god. The eye of Sauron. Yes. It's, oh my god. It's the tower. <laughs> oh man, the, the memes are great. Oh my god. It, it definitely <laughs> seems like they're following the design cues from last time where Sony is trying much more to... They're trying to architect this a little bit differently so it looks more aesthetically pleasing. Where the Xbox is just like, we're just going to put all of our money into what's inside of it for the most part. So the uh, the Xbox... But yeah. how much better is it going to be for that than is the question. So the Xbox is a fridge and your PS5 looks like a router. Pretty much, yeah. You know... I showed a picture of this actually to my mom because I was curious what she thought. And she was like, it looks very, like, she described it as, like, architecturally. It looks like, because I showed her the Xbox and this because I want I just wanted somebody who doesn't play games, who doesn't, I'm just curious what her opinion was. And she was like, yeah, the Xbox just looks like a giant box. This looks like... They like this looks like architecturally like different and stylistic, yeah. and like 
they're trying to do something radical and like different because when they first showed it on stream first i was like what but as i keep looking at it i'm like no it's actually pretty sleek i will say i'm i'm a huge fan of the controller now especially since they said it's the, the triggers are adaptive i'm assuming that means something like if something happens in a game where you have to pull harder whatever for whatever reason you have to pull your trigger harder it's going to adapt and add resistance yes that's that is what it means i, I really like that controller it's a very cool controller when they first showed the controller i liked like i like the shape of it but just cosmetically i'm like i don't get this two-tone thing now with the system makes total sense i dig it now that i've seen the whole big picture i get it <laughs> I'm excited. This was cool. I, w I was very pleasantly surprised. I will uh, hopefully be able to get this up in a day or two while this is all still relevant. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> all I have to do is really edit out that one little bit that uh, I w stepped away, which I, uh, you guys listening, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't step away anywhere. I don't know what you're saying. Um, but no, this was fun. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens next, whether it's Sony or Microsoft. I, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see the balls in Microsoft's court now. Yeah, Sony, to the, up this event, basically everything was on. Mi Microsoft played their part for the most part. Everybody kind of knew. We knew what we were. We kind of know what we're getting for the most part, maybe except, except some game stuff. And all the questions were about Sony and PS5, and that's what all the concerns were. And now, total total 180 I'm like you know what the only thing that concerns me bleh, I can't talk that's how I know we gotta end soon the only thing that concerns me is the price while with the price concerns me with both but with the PS5 my only real concern is price and inventory while with the Xbox it's price inventory what am I gonna play on it that like I can only get on the Xbox yeah, have they announced any games that you can only get on Xbox? No, because all Microsoft game. Well, um, I, I think they maybe had a few third-party games, possibly, but all the Microsoft games will be cross-platform. That's official. So Halo Infinite, if they do like a Forza Motorsport 8, that's going to be Windows. Yeah, they will. Oh, yeah, Gears 5, you know, that was Xbox One and Windows. So they really have to do something extra to persuade me to buy an Xbox. All Sony had to do was say, here's the games you can only play on PS5. <laughs> and they did that. Yeah. So, interesting. They have two different ways to go and add it. I kind of like Sony's approach. It's a different approach. It's funny. It's different compared to Microsoft, but it's basically Sony's just going like... We're still about exclusives. We're going to give you stuff. I'm wondering if Microsoft you know. is falling into one of the same traps they fell into previously, which was we have nothing to play. Yeah, that's kind of, that was kind of the thing that hurt, my, at least for me, the Xbox One this generation. I bought the Xbox One initially when they announced a whole slew of games that all got canceled or they got released to Windows. Like they had like a Fable game, Phantom Dust, um, Scalebound. I would love a new Fable game. Rumor is there's a new Fable, like open-ended RPG, legit Fable, allegedly in development for the Xbox. I've heard that rumor. I hope that's Which, what comes up. Which, if that is true, color me very excited, but that will also be on Windows. Yeah, all of them will be for me <laughs> now. 
So that's why it's tougher for me to justify the Xbox because I do have a gaming computer. I'm like, oh, I'll just play it on the PC. But anyway, yeah. we can talk about Xbox and stuff later. I think we hang it up for today. Yeah, it's about that time. It's been an hour and a half. It's about that time. Now I'm going to open up OBS so we can have our cool little trippy ending because I got to stop the recording. Wiggles a little bit at the end. Wiggles, move the mouse so you see the cursor, cursor going to oblivion. This was fun. Uh, we'll meet yes, up next was. week. Hopefully we get some more stuff to talk about for next week. If not, we'll, Hopefully. we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, dudes. We'll see y'all next time. That's good. Yeah. Peace. Geek Legion Network. <laughs>